Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 252. It's a big news day as we get the title of the first Star Wars standalone movie and a release date for Star Wars Episode 8. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, Alan Voivod here with you for Star Wars 7x7. Hey, it's Friday, March 13th, and yesterday, March 12th, we got the big news delivered in what I will say is a not very dramatic way, unfortunately. <laughs> Bob Iger at a shareholders meeting in San Francisco. Bob is the chairman and, uh, and chief muckety-muck for Disney announced a number of pieces of very important information for Star Wars fans. First of all, well, we'll work up to the big stuff, but first of all, Felicity Jones was officially confirmed as the first actress to be cast for the new Star Wars standalone movie, and that had all been you know rumors and stuff like that, and but now officially confirmed. Also, Ryan Johnson, the director of Looper and other movies, has officially been confirmed as the writer and director of Star Wars Episode Eight. Again, all rumors and uh, supposition and whatnot, but <laughs> for the most part, uh, confirmed and believed by everyone, and now finally officially confirmed by Disney slash Lucasfilm in this way. But the big news starts with the announcements about, say, Star Wars Episode Eight's release date, which everybody thought was going to be in December of 2017, and a lot of that had to do with looking at the release dates of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and noting that there were no December films coming out in the Cinematic Universe for a while, so we thought, okay, that's where all the Star Wars movies are going to go. Not so. It turns out that we are going to get Episode Eight seven months earlier than we all thought we would. It's coming out on May 26th, 2017. Mark your calendars. It will be 40 years and one day to the day. <laughs> that Star Wars A New Hope was originally released in theaters. My gosh, 40 years in a day? Has it really been that long? Oh my word, it's ridiculous. But there you go. Seven months earlier, reason to rejoice. But that arguably still wasn't the biggest news that Iger dropped on the shareholders today. That would have to revolve around the first Star Wars standalone spin-off film, which we have a title for. It is called Rogue One. Rogue One. And it will be in theaters in December of 2016. Now, it was listed as being directed by Gareth Edwards with a screenplay by Chris Weitz. Gary Whitta, who had originally uh, done the first draft of the script, was not mentioned. And the things I've been reading so far seem to suggest that this may have just been a gaffe that uh, Whitta was not necessarily intentionally left out of the proceedings in the announcements. And Chris Weitz himself has stated in interviews that he is not starting from scratch, that he is working from that script itself. So 
nothing going back to the drawing board that we have to worry about or, or stories that we we think we know being reconsidered or anything like that. Shooting is going to start in London this summer on Rogue One, which suggests that we should be getting some more casting announcements very soon. So we have rumors and other fun stuff to start looking forward to for Rogue One, which is exciting. And everyone is talking about what the title Rogue One could mean. Just like when The Force Awakens was announced, people were wondering what that meant. And we're still wondering, of course. But here's the deal with Rogue One. Uh, For those of you who are not familiar with Rogue Squadron, uh, this is going to be uh, interesting stuff to you. And if you are familiar with Rogue Squadron, well, bear with me for a second. Uh, It turns out that Rogue One has been used as a call sign. Not commonly, though. Most often, Rogue One is essentially Rogue Leader. If you think about the Snowspeeders in The Empire Strikes Back, Luke was Rogue Leader and Wedge was Rogue Two. There was no Rogue One, in fact. And it was the same general idea with Star Wars A New Hope, where the X-Wings in the original battle were Red Leader and Red Two. There was no Red One. And also in Return of the Jedi, it was the same thing. Wedge was Red Leader and there was a Red Two, but there was no Red One. There is an instance in the old expanded universe, now Legends, where uh, some battle in 3 ABY, three years after the Battle of Yavin, uh, where Wedge and Tilly's had taken over the role of Rogue Leader, but Luke participated in this battle and ended up taking the role of Rogue Leader, and so Wedge uh, rolled back to the call sign Rogue One. That's pretty much the only instance that the estimable Wikipedia has of this being used. Nevertheless, the awesome bit of news about this is that the movie sounds at first blush like it's going to focus on X-Wing pilots. There have been some rumors that the standalone film could have something to do with Han Solo or Boba Fett or uh, rumors that had lost favor over the past few months would that it be focusing on Obi-Wan or Yoda. And there had also been talk that the movie could center around something along the lines of the stealing of the Death Star plans, and that it could be a Seven Samurai or Ocean's Eleven-style adventure. Uh, I did read one article on Slash Film that I particularly liked that suggested the possibility that this was going to show how Rogue Squadron was actually formed. There's another one that I read that suggested that maybe this was going to show how Rogue Squadron uh, fills the time up between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, and so we might get some of that uh, in-between history. I had a moment where I heard Rogue One and I thought of the Wild Ones, the uh, old Marlon Brando movie, which is, uh, you know, him being a rebellious person. It made me think that, well, that could be Han Solo in a way, and perhaps they could tie it in and have the title have more than one meaning. But either way, it seems pretty clear that we are going to have some Starfighter action in the new movie. And that in itself is pretty darn exciting. I'd love to hear what your theories are, what your reactions are to the new title and to the news that we are getting episode 8 seven months earlier than anticipated. Please chime in at the blog post for this show's episode or have your say on Facebook at facebook.com slash SW7X7. Hey, we've got a little time left for some trivia. I'm betting heavily on a Sebulbar. Last time we asked you what planet are Jawas native to, and that, of course, is Tatooine. Today we're asking, what creatures did Han refer to when he exclaimed, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars 7x7. The Force is my ally, and so are you. 
when you give Star Wars 7x7 a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It means a lot, especially in helping me be discovered by more heroic people like you. For show notes, swag links, and our Star Wars breaking news Twitter feed, go to SW7x7.com. It's not a trap. It's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it! Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.